Welcome back to episode 26 of On the Wild. I'm Riley Keenan here with me as always, Anuj Basker. The Bucks are NBA champions, baby. Yeah, 50 years. First yeah. time in 50 years. Kareem and Oscar. Yeah. Now it's Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday. And Holiday, yeah. He, I mean, Kareem was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Before the Bucks series, they asked him like on the jump yeah. if, they, if he thought that the Bucks were going to win the championship, and he said, "No, nah, they're, they're facing Kevin Durant." <laughs> yeah, and then I mean to think one shoe size smaller could yeah. have been the Nets, but yeah, it was the Bucks. I'm I'm happy to see it. Like I, I mean, all playoffs long, you know, everyone's out there going like, "I want to see CP3 win a ring," but yeah, from the moment they won it, it was just, I could not be more happy for Giannis. Yeah, like I wanted Chris Paul to win. I'm a huge Chris Paul fan. Have been for a long time. So at at first I was very sad. Yeah. When when the Bucks won, but seeing Giannis, you know, grab his family, have his kid. Yeah. It, I'm very happy for Giannis. And yeah. if it wasn't gonna be Chris Paul, Giannis is a good. Yeah. It's it's cool to see that little road too. Like Middleton winning as well. Like the the heartfelt like thing they were talking about during yeah. the interview. It was awesome. Like it's crazy the road they went on from like they were competing for minutes. They like hated each other on the court <laughs> to winning a championship. To Giannis saying like when he retires, man, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. One of the saddest days of his career. Yeah. He said. I mean, what a game he played, man! Like <laughs> fifty was it fifty fourteen and five blocks. Five. He was he was running back and forth like <laughs> like that fourth quarter. He had so much energy. It was so good to see like from the difference between game one and game six. Just like the confidence, the mm-hmm. the the. I mean, you could say effort, but effort comes with you know being comfortable in your your body and like being ready to come back to play. But he was battling out there, and Holiday had a good game. Everyone around, like that Connaughton yeah. signing at the beginning of the year looks so good now. People were hating on it originally. Great signing. Yeah. And like what's not being talked about a lot is the fact that there was doubt that he was, he was even going to play this series. Yeah. Because like, of a hyperextended knee. Yeah. This whole run for the Bucks, like I remember we talked about it. Like it's going to be the one of the most difficult paths a team's went on. Having to mm-hmm. beat the Heat after losing Miami, last year. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I mean, they got we lucky ass- with injuries. Yeah. We assumed Philly was going to make it and obviously Ben Simmons happened. Yeah. And then, and then the Hawks. I mean, they didn't even have Giannis, so that just showed how deep of a team the Bucks were and how yeah. much they battled. Yeah, they also had, didn't have Trey Young. Yeah, but in that game seven, they neutralized the hell out of him. Same with Herder as well. Yeah. So, I mean, the, you commend their defense and offensively, they've always been a great team. Like you can bring the injury stuff into it, but you can do that with literally any. Yeah, exactly. You can do it with the Suns. Ever. So yeah, yeah, you can do it with the Suns. You can kind of do it with the Lakers last year. Yeah, the Raptors the year Raptors, before. Golden State. Golden when State. They beat the Spurs, like, to make the finals. Yeah, like, Kawhi, 2015, Kyrie and Kevin yeah. Love. Chris Paul and the Houston. Like, you, you could yeah, talk about it all day. Every like, single year there's injuries yeah. that sway a series to the other team. Exactly. So using that isn't really yeah. people fair wanna, to the Bucks because, you know, they did. Yeah, people want to put an asterisk next to all these things. But it's like, no, it's this is the way sports works. People get hurt. Like, it happens. You can't it sucks, it against but it, anyone. It yeah, happens. exactly. But, man, I just I felt so bad watching Booker. Like, do you see the... The confetti come yeah, down. He just goes, damn. damn. Yeah. Like I, when I saw that, I saw shades of like. I mean, obviously it hasn't happened yet, but when Kucherov watched in 2015 the the Blackhawks celebrating their win, and he just he sat on the blue line just watching them the whole time. I got Booker like vibes of that. Just when he's gonna be back, like Booker's gonna be back if if Chris Paul resigns. Like obviously, I think this year was I the think biggest chance they had. Tough. I think he may be gone. Yeah, I think he may be gone as well. They're gonna have to replace him in some way, shape, or form. Campaign, yeah, yeah. I mean, he balled out, but I, I don't see him. I mean, he's a good six man, but I don't know about starting. But yeah, they need do, to fill that gap. They would have to do a sign and trade, like 
from what I read yesterday, which I don't like when stuff like this comes out the day after the finals, but yeah. they're saying the Lakers may want to get them and for a sign and trade. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. But the tra- the draft hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, the so draft let's, is- let's relax with the rumors. <laughs> yeah. Draft is still next week. We'll do a breakdown after it. But yeah. But yeah. We're a special guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but where do you, where would you rank Giannis uh, amongst players, players now? now? Yeah, because a lot of people are saying it's it's his league now. It's he's the best player in the NBA. I don't think he's the best player in the NBA. I don't I, either. I don't even think he's top three. I'd put him I think, fourth. Yeah, I think I'd put him four as well. I think I mean LeBron and Durant are solidified at one and two. I don't necessarily know who is one or two right now. I still it's say it's LeBron, but KD, you know, you don't know the way he's going to come out next year. And I think Curry's number three. I just think he had an incredible season this year, and I think with Clay back, you're going to see how much more dangerous he can be. And I think, like, I think the art, like, if you're building a team around somebody for the next five years, out of those four players, you're taking Giannis, obviously, yeah. because of age. But if we're talking about next season, I'm I'm taking LeBron, Katie, and Steph. Exactly. Over, over Giannis. And even if I'm taking if I'm taking a guy for the next ten years, I'd still probably take Luke over over Giannis. But it's it, it really is a toss up. It it just really depends on what you yeah. want with your team and how you would build it. Yeah, it depends on what you have around them. Exactly. If you have a lot of sh- if you have a, like a lot of shooters and you don't have like a, a solidified ball handler, taking Luca. Luca. And if you have that guy who can kind of set up the offense, then yeah, take Giannis. Exactly. And we, yeah, Luca. Like if you got three and D, you're gonna be good to go. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, you can go either way. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he is necessarily top three just yet. I think he has an argument for it. I think he can have a game where you're like, wow, yeah, he's. Maybe the best player in the league, and mm-hmm. like yeah, fifty, fourteen, and five. He proved that he can be clutch, and that. And it's not a knock on Giannis that I take those three over him. Yeah, like, they're just they're they all could be the best player in the NBA on any given night. Yeah, they're all that good. Yeah, so I mean they've also been around longer. We've seen more yeah. from them. This is the first time we've really seen Giannis prove himself, and it's great to see. He's only twenty six in the playoffs. Obviously, yeah, yeah, in the playoffs, been an amazing player for a long yeah. time. I mean that the track record he has already, like At you 26. can twenty six, like. It, the power forward conversation hall, and obviously Tim Duncan is solidified number one, mm-hmm. but there's a huge argument for Giannis already being number two. Uh, like obviously the careers of Malone and, and Barkley and Dirk and Garnett. I mean, you can intermingle any of them at two, three, four, five, but Giannis just that he already has that MVP as the finals MVPs, two MVPs, most improved player. Like the list goes on. I would put for respect reasons. I, I'm a huge Kevin, Kevin Garnett fan. And I think honestly, Giannis should try to emulate Kevin Garnett in a lot of ways. Yeah, from the especially from the post, I feel like they're very similar. They're very long, and Giannis is I feel like is a lot bigger or a bit bigger. But yeah. I think Giannis should take parts of Kevin Garnett's game and impl- implement it into his game because I feel like it'll make him a lot better player. But for I, I would put Kevin Garnett and Dirk, Dirk above. Really? Carl Malone's iffy because he's like the second all-time leading scorer. Yeah, so like, he never he kinda, actually led the league in scoring. Yeah, so it's kind of tough. He just played for a really, really long time. Yeah, and he had a great ball handle. And he's, an, he's obviously him. an amazing player. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, but, dude, I'm not discounting anybody here, but it's really tough. I just think, I think if I were to take a player, I'd take Giannis because a lot of the time Carl yeah. Malone was getting set up by Stockton or he wasn't really like a player who could handle the ball like that. Yeah. So the one thing Giannis. too, like Dirk has that, like, hey, I did it. And I was the guy, and I had a crazy path. Like, he had the hardest path to the finals I think we've ever seen. Mm. He beat the Thunder. Thunder. Thunder, Lakers. They swept the Lakers, I think. Swept the Lakers. Yeah. And then beating the Heat their first Being, year. Yeah. 
Like, it's an incredible pat. Then Barkley, too. I think Barkley is so criminally underrated. Like, they, yeah. people make fun of him so much because, I mean, Shaq makes fun of him all the time for not having that ring. But Rings don't yeah. define if you're really good. Yeah, he's going up against Michael Jordan and the Bulls with not much help. Yeah. And he it, still took a game from him, like... It's very it's very situational, and I think they won two games. Yeah, they, yeah, I think yeah, they lost and if, six. I think if John Paxson didn't hit that shot, then who knows? Exactly. I think it goes to game seven. Yeah, right? game seven. And at that point, you have no idea. I think Barkley won. Did he win the MVP that year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan took it personally, I guess, once again. But yeah, like that that whole power forward argument is very. I think that's like one of the most debatable one that there is. Because small forward, it's it's LeBron, shooting guard, it's Jordan, point guard, it's Magic. Magic, I but I assume when Curry's done, we'll see. Yeah, and I, I mean, it'll still be magic, but yeah, the center argument's actually really crazy too. There's so many. There's like four. Or five yeah, that it, you could it, say. I guess for center, it really is just like what do you look for in your guy? Because mm. you could say it's Kareem. I think I think it is Kareem, but yeah, Shaq is there. Bill, Shaq's Wilt. the most dominant. Yeah, say Hakeem's the most yeah. skilled. Like if I were to take a center for my team, I'd take Hakeem. Yeah. But that's not me saying he's the best. It's just like I feel like he would fit the best on a team. Yeah, I think yeah, Hakeem's the. I, Feel like it's the most skilled. The best defender is Bill Russell. Yeah, Shaq's most dominant. Like Will rebounding like and Kareem's kind of like he does it all. Yeah, so I'd probably say Kareem. Yeah, like when I when I think about the goats of the NBA, like it's one, two, Jordan, LeBron. It's interchangeable. It's really what depends on what you look for in a player. Yeah, it's all criteria. Everybody yeah. has their own criteria. But for me, Kareem is solidified at number three. Like he's he'll forever be there for me until like someone else proves wrong. Like who knows Luca could have. An I'm incredible... personally I'm personally a Magic guy. I put Magic, magic three and I put Kareem four. Oh yeah, my yeah mine's the opposite. I yeah Magic. So I just four. feel like they're they're five titles together. Magic was kind of like the driving force. Yeah, behind it, so that's true. I probably put I probably put Magic. Yeah, three. it was it. I mean, like it, it is really cool to see the parallels between Kareem and Giannis. Just like. People so much so much of the time they talk about you know I, mean, I remember Max Kellerman and S- Stephen A talking about this like uh, Giannis needs uh, a Shaq like he's not the Shaq it's like no he just needs a Kobe like he yeah. needed like a Middleton finally stepped up Holiday had his games and he played incredible like oh my God game five Drew Holiday on defense to just put the game away and that out to Giannis defender. yeah it was incredible like he was locking up Paul making it extremely difficult for them and then I mean it really did like Booker games four and five was unbelievable and it, it, it sucked to see him kind of go out the way he did in game six same as Aiton he struggled yeah. a lot too from yeah, the field Aiden, it just felt like he like lost it. he like lost his confidence yeah like we, we talked so much about how efficient he was and then yeah, those last couple games it just kind of disappeared fell off for him. a and lot I think, of it a lot of it was coaching too you could say that it's proven how you could beat Giannis in the past and that's building a wall yeah and Phoenix decided to just put him one-on-one with Aiton yeah which is which, tough at the young yeah. age he's at Especially guarding like as dominant, the most dominant player in the league, really. Yeah, most dominant player I feel like since Shaq. Yeah, in terms 100%. of just like in in the paint. Yeah, and even Shaq even said that like he posted about it like in a good like way. To, I don't remember what he said specifically, but just like way to get the big man back in the game. It's yeah. it's nice to see you know Jokic twins MVP, Giannis wins Finals MVP. The big men are finally, you know, at the the top of their game. It's been a while. Yeah, obviously they're not like traditional big men. Yeah, yeah, but. But yeah. they're, they're there, but they're yeah. big dudes. Yeah, but going but going back to what I was saying, like the parallels between Kareem and Giannis, like he finally got his his Kobe and Middleton and Holiday. You can say is there as well. With Kareem, he he couldn't get it done, and then he when he got Magic, he you know won as much as he could, and then when he got he'll Oscar, he'll, Oscar he'll, was he'll at the end of his career. He obviously won one in Milwaukee first. Yeah, yeah, but and, I mean, and that was at the end of Oscar's career. But he needed that ball handler, that facilitator that could yeah, create their way. own shot as well, but would you know allow the offense to run through them. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see. I mean. Next year's season is going to be up for grabs. Like, the Bucks are going to be hungry. The Nets are going to be healthy. Lakers also – like, there's so many teams which just, like, health problems held them back. Yeah. 
Like even the Nuggets, like they're they're gonna get Jamal Murray back. I think it's tough to really like say or make a prediction right now because yeah. the season just ended. There's so many moves that still have to be made. Yeah, like we don't know what's going on with Damian Lillard or Ben Simmons, guys yeah. like that. Yeah. I feel like I don't think Lillard gets moved, but if he does, I think it's the Sixers because they have the best package. To I get think him. he'll go to New York. Really? Who do you think they would have to give up? First round picks, Obi Toppin, Barrett. Knox, maybe Barrett. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they have a lot to offer from a youth perspective. But from like, yeah, I mean, if you're trading away Lillard, if you're Portland, you but have to rebuild. I think, yeah. So if Lillard gets traded, I think McCollum gets traded yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. And Nurkic will get traded too. Yeah. They'll just clear house. Yeah, and Powell's, Powell's already said that he he doesn't want to come back, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. so Yeah, he declined his player option. Yeah. So... It's tough times in Portland, I guess, but yeah. I mean, there's people like Lonzo Ball, who I read that the GM hasn't included them, hasn't included him in any of their plans when yeah. talking to head coaching candidates. I, I think it's also too that I don't think Lonzo wants to come back. I think he's kind of understood his time there. It's like my role he's, here isn't what it should be. I feel like he's one of those guys who wants to be in a big market. Yeah, for sure. So like New York, Chicago, L.A. Yeah, like those are. The, I mean, all growing up the whole time, Lavar, you know, we were going to be in L.A. And then when you get drafted by L.A. to get traded to New Orleans, that's got to be tough. Nothing against New Orleans, but it's just, you know L.A. Like that's the mecca. It's where he grew up. I can see him going back to L.A. Yeah, in a sign and trade. The one thing is like, the people talking about Lillard for A.D. I don't understand that trade personally because, like LeBron should be your facilitator, and when you and when he's not it takes away all the space on the court. Right? I have been reading, though, that like LeBron wants to play more off-ball, and the Lakers want to use more him more as a 4 and AD as a 5. Really? AD should play the 5, realistically. He doesn't like, like it. I know he doesn't like it. and it, he's He plays, he plays it like late in the game. Yeah, but I, like, like, he, could, he could be the most dominant center in basketball if he plays. Yeah. 100%. Especially if he's healthy, too. Like he, He's one of the best scoring bigs we've mm-hmm. ever seen in the game. I think Kareem even commented on it. He's like, he's the best. Yeah. He's seen since him, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're super talented, and they need to get someone. They're gonna, like they're gonna they're like whether it's Lowry, Demar, Lillard, Westbrook, Paul, like whoever it is, they're, they're gonna, gonna get someone. They're gonna get somebody. They're gonna figure it out. The Clippers as well. They need a guard because I, I think they're losing Beverly. I'm not 100 percent sure. They're I'm definitely not they're not gonna have Rondo. Maybe, but they have a lot of big contracts that they can they put can in a trade. Around. Yeah, yeah. They they're paying Luke Kennard and Morris like. 16 million dollars <laughs> yeah well, that's that's too much yeah so i feel like they they can move some players around and get something for yeah. them warriors are super interesting too apparently they're shopping the seventh pick right now i would i would I mean, go all in to get a star oh 100 if if you're the warriors you get a star and if i mean i've said it before the the, the rumor was siakam for the seventh pick and wiseman if you're the raptors you do that in a heartbeat i'm sorry like I, a heartbeat man because they're not going to be competitive they're i mean they're going to be competitive but they're not going to be like a conference final final team like you they don't have the guy that's going to be able to take over a game you move siakam you're building for the future you get your center and you have four and seven to if pick i from. trade siakam if i were the raptors i would try and trade uh van vliet, van as, well. vliet as well yeah i could see van vliet moving to like new york or something if if new york weren't to make that lillard move mm-hmm. but Lonzo, uh, i'm really interested to see where lonzo goes that'll be cool because I, I want to see him in a different place because i i do like the you know the whole lob city combination with him and zion but he just doesn't get used the way he he should in the way that, you know, to reach that ceiling. The way yeah. he's playing in New Orleans won't work. Mm-hmm. I could see him going to, like, to L.A., Chicago, and New York, like I yeah. said. I feel like those are the three places that I think he wants to be because they're big markets and it fits him as well. Yeah, I think I think Chicago would be the number one. Not for, like, 
success, but for like what might happen because like Levine seems ecstatic to want him there. Mm-hmm. I think it'll fit well with Vucevic. They got a nice depth core too. Like I think Chicago will be a good team in a couple of years, especially yeah. if you can get a nice facilitator like mm-hmm. Lonzo. Patrick Williams, we don't know. He was fourth pick in the draft. Like we really don't know what he's going to amount to be. But yeah, there's a lot of options in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Switching gears to music though. Last week and I mean the week before as well, a lot of music came, came out. Um, Pop Smoke was the big album that everyone's talking about. Yeah. What did you think about it? It's trash. Trash. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty mid. And I, I hate to say that because I, I did love Pop Smoke. I still love Pop Smoke. And I think yeah. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon set a really high bar because mm-hmm. that was a great album. It was it amazing. Didn't really have many skips at all. It had a whole different vibe. Like when you split the album in half, it felt like a Pop Smoke album. Exactly. And Faith did not. I mean, from the get-go, when the lady did the intro, and she's like, "I'm pro-, when you heard Faith, you probably thought it was going to be a gospel album. No, I nah. not for a second did I think mm, this was going to be never. a gospel album. You want to it? Yeah, literally. And just the album itself, man, it didn't feel like it was a Pop Smoke album. It felt more like he was featuring on other people's songs. Facts. Because, like, I get it's hard that, you know, he passed away, and not, a lot of the songs are not finished, but a lot of the songs he felt like that wasn't the beat he recorded on when he did it mm-hmm. they, like like um, the the Dua Lipa song the Dua Lipa it song it sounded so weird yeah. cuz you're it's obvious that he didn't record it on that beat yeah same with um uh i, I can't remember the song name but it was with Travi and Beam i think and it's just like i heard the preview the song before it came out just the 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 beat and the vocals and i was like oh my god this is going to be so hard and then it was like a cuban like caribbean type beat yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah. what is this like man? yeah like it just it felt so off and even like you know songs like manslaughter like tunnel vision were good like they were good pop smoke songs but like the kanye thing at the beginning i don't know what that was the lady <laughs> he recorded that, it he definitely recorded the, the day before yeah and he was just he just babbled like he sounded he, he didn't really say anything like, Tilda, yeah vision like there's really no point in putting him in the features for that part and yeah. then the girl after like i think it was uh, an interview angie martinez she like didn't really say anything that in that part like you listen to what she said it's like did she really actually make a point <laughs> like she just kind of said cause, words i think it was because uh pop smoke was there for an interview okay the the week before oh, okay yeah and then i mean push Something a t like push a t's verse wasn't bad I thought it was a good verse. It just didn't fit well on the song. It like the, the you know the beats like it's like it's such a hard song. You're like going with it, and then push comes in and just kind of stops. Slows and it's it like, down, kinda. yeah. But I don't, I don't like what he did because he 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 was talking about like Tyler got the album of the year from now. Yeah. Like the he was talking about like he was, he was talking about like current stuff within the yeah. rap game instead of like focusing on whose album it was. Yeah, that was a big problem with it. You could tell a lot of the verses were recorded like a week or two ago and yeah. were sent in. It's like you knew they didn't make it in the studio together. And the songs that they did make in the studio together, you could tell because they were the better songs in the album. They, I don't remember who the feature was, but they were just going back and forth the whole song. It's like, this is what we want. And to make it 20 songs as well, that you just dug your own grave It's a money there. grab. Yeah, just put 12, 10 to 12 of the best songs that were made that sound the best. Don't try yeah. to do anything crazy. Do it what he wanted. Like, you see those interviews when you're talking about, like, I don't mess with people. Like, I mess with little TJ. He's my man. I don't mess with a lot of people. And then they got 20 features on the song. It's like, yeah. you just didn't do what he would have What they should have done is take features who were on his older albums. Yeah. And incorporate that into this album. Yeah, like the Quavos, the TJs, the Boogies, like all those guys. The guys yeah. that he's used Cactus to. Cactus Jack, the whole thing. Yeah. But um, what I read, on, I read on Twitter that 50 Cent wanted nothing to do with this album. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying as soon as that happened, they knew like yeah, this album he, was dope. Yeah, I, they probably played it for him, and he was like, "This is not it." Yeah, like because he was a big part of Shoot for he, the Stars. He, he was the driving force. Yeah, exactly. The like first one, 
the first posthumous album. It's just sad, honestly. It really is. Like to he went so soon. And he's got this great legacy, and he always will. But this album really was a flop. Like it, it just. You talk about it so much, like the Juice World albums too. Like they they are money grabs. If you put if you're putting twenty to twenty five songs, then you're making a deluxe version. Also, like it's just clear cut. They just, just dropped the deluxe for this album. Yeah, it was like four two, days after like, the album yeah, came out. Four days later, it wasn't even on a Friday. Like yeah. they didn't even pe- give people time to listen to the album enough. <laughs> like it's it's just so you're gonna drop twenty songs and add four more. Like I get it was for his birthday, but still, yeah. It's just Pop Smoke doesn't take me as a guy that cares too much about the money or, or what people think. He care, He's a guy that wants to make the music he wants to make, and he's going to have fun with it. And you just it, you didn't see that on this album. Maybe. Yeah. It just felt off, and it, it, it sucks to see. You know, so I, you know, I was going into this like, yeah, this is the album I'm going to be listening to like all day, like every day in the car. It's like It turned out to be the Vince Staples album, which I did not expect. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, if you haven't listened to Vince Staples' album, I haven't it's, listened it's to great. It, I have to. It's only ten songs. Like, two of them are skits, but like seven of the eight are incredible in my yeah. opinion at least he, he just tried something completely new and it's it's good to see and donda is coming out tonight. Donda. well it'll be out by the time this is out but yeah kanye is i'm dropping. so excited for that i'm very excited what, so it's like half gospel half i don't know i read from people who have listened to it that it's like kind of like the gospel route that he took on his last album but it's more like personal stuff it's not just gospel so it'll be like a mix like, of gospel, but like two thousand, like late registration. Yeah, I'll be like, dropout. I assume it'll be like his earlier stuff. Okay, I'm I'm cool with that. His earlier work is my favorite, even though like I, I think like eight oh eights and like my beautiful dark toast fantasy are his best. Like the early early stuff is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see because I like Travis is apparently on Travis, it. Ty Dollar Sign. Yeah, uh, Baby Keem. That Ty Dollar Sign is definitely gonna belt some chords yeah. out. He's gonna sing. Playbook. Cardi. Playbook Cardi. Yeah. I mean, hey, this weekend's going to be good. I think Kid Leroy's dropping an album, too. Like, I don't know. Do you ever listen to Kid Leroy? No. No? I mean, he's 17 years old from Australia. Like, I'm just jealous of the guy. Like, he, made, he dropped a song, Stay, with Justin Bieber. I'm sure everybody's heard that song. Like, that's the song of the summer, it feels like, right now. Mm-hmm. But he, he's making moves. and I'm excited to see what he drops, because his last album was, was really good. It was unique. Like, he, I've never heard a sound like his before, so... I'm excited. There's a lot of good music coming out soon. Yeah. Drake's dropping. Yeah. Travis is dropping. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be a good summer for music. I mean, Drake, didn't he like put in his bio like... Certified. Certified. So I guess he'll do like one by... Kind of did what Sway Lee did when he's like 98% complete, but he did that for like a year and a half. <laughs> I Hopefully Drake doesn't do that. Yeah. Certified. But I did see boy. though... I showed it to you last week before we recorded. Yeah. We didn't actually talk about it on the, on the podcast, but... If you look at the certified lover boy um logo and you flip it vertically the l looks like an eight six yeah like it's eight six so august six august 6th. and that's a friday, that's a friday. So it works so, out perfectly yeah so hopefully it's done hopefully this isn't just like a theory that's made. yeah hopefully this is an actual thing it makes sense too because like juice world i'm pretty sure is dro- was juice world dropping this friday too Maybe. I don't know. But I it, feel like there would be an announcement. Yeah, like Drake. Been. Drake's very intelligent in that sense where he's like, oh, Dr- uh, Kanye, Kid Leroy, they're all dropping. All right, I'll wait till the next week. I mean, regardless of for, when he dropped, Drake he, is going to be the number one album. For sure. But it's definitely a smart move to wait a bit because, yeah. yeah, there's just so much people can listen to. But, mm. uh, man, this Drake album is going to be crazy, honestly. Scorpion, I liked it. It was like a blur but, to me. Like, yeah. There's a few songs I like, but... Yeah. I was more like... Because there's like a side A, side B kind of thing. Side he, said a. He's, he said he's never doing that ever again. Yeah. I don't think it was a mistake, but I just think it didn't go as well as he thought. I want a concise Drake album. Yeah. For sure. I want like... I want nothing 13, was the same. 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. literally. Like 13 to 15 songs of just like him going. Yeah. Just... Not, 
talk, man. Just yeah. go off, man. Like seeing green, yeah. I loved it. So good. <laughs> Intellectual boss talk, Drake. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to do a little singing, a little R and B, that's cool. Do a little take care vibe, but be in your bag on at least yeah. half a songs. Mm-hmm. And I think he will be honestly. Yeah, based on his features and everything he's done this year. Yeah, he's coming. He's, in kill, hot. he's killed everything. Yeah, he's literally. killed everything. So this might be the year of Drake once mm-hmm. again. Yeah, the, for the fourth, fourth time. <laughs> yeah, literally it's crazy. But yeah. switching over back to sports and football, we're yeah. doing the AFC North this week. This is the third week of our NFL divisional breakdowns. Um, who you have and why? This one's really tough. So it's obviously it's the the Ravens, the Browns, Steelers, and Bengals. I think it's a huge top. Like I think each team has a chance to be above five hundred, but I think even the Bengals. I think they can. I don't think they will. <laughs> I think Steelers will be like seven and ten. Bengals will be like six and eleven. But I think the Browns and the Ravens both have a chance to win 12, 13 games. I think it's a toss I up agree. between the two. If I were to say, if I were to make a prediction, I'd say the Browns win the division at twelve and six. Twelve and five. Sorry. Twelve and five. Yeah. Ravens go eleven and six, wild card team, and the Steelers and Bengals are kind of like Steelers go like eight and nine, the Bengals will go six and eleven. Yeah, if I were to me, if I were to predict. By no means do I think the Steelers or Bengals are going to have bad years. I just think no. they're in a horrible division to be in right now, and I mean, for the Steelers, like let's look at it. Like Big Ben, he, he's aging. I mean, they got Najee Harris in the draft, which was great, but losing Pouncey and DeCastro at offensive line is going to be detrimental. Yeah, I trade Turner, but he's not obviously not. The level of player that is yeah. that the Castro is lost. Bud Dupree, yeah, but that um, was a huge loss. They got Melvin Ingram, who's kind of been on and off the last couple of years. Yeah, and I mean, like they started last year eleven and zero, which was incredible. But they lose five of their last six. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as much as I would love to give credit to the Browns for that wild card win, it, the Steelers gave it away from the get go. They gave it away. Yeah, the first play of the game was a touchdown. So I mean, I think the Steelers are on the up and out. But I think I mean Fitzpatrick. I'm interested to see what he can do on defense. Yeah, I think he's, he's one of my he's, he's one best. of my favorite players in the NBA. NBA. <laughs> he's one of my favorite players in the NFL. Yeah, um, I think he's probably one of the top two safeties in the NFL, just because of how smart he is. Yeah, he's a honestly, he just he seems like he loves playing in Pittsburgh too, which yeah. is great to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be tough for them. And then with the Bengals, like they didn't address they haven't really addressed their need at offensive line. They could have gone Sewell, but it's understandable that they drafted Jamar Chase. He was. He looks like he's the best wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, he, I think they're a few years away from being legit. I think they need a new coaching staff. Yeah. I'm just not a believer in, like, if he knows Sean McVay, hire him. I don't like that. Yeah. Like, they hired Zach Taylor, who was the quarterback's coach <laughs> in L.A., I think, uh, before he got uh, hired. I don't think that'll ever work. Yeah. Um, you need a guy who's, like, solidified. For sure. And who's and, done stuff in the NFL and you before got a, college before hiring them. Especially with a young quarterback, too. And Burrow, you know, he's coming off a torn MCL and ACL, prematurely ending his rookie season, which yeah. sucked to see. But he'll be back out there. We don't know if he'll be 100% just yet. I don't even know if he's going to be back, like, the first couple weeks. We He's on track to... He's on track? Yeah. That's great to see. That's great to see. But, yeah, the Bengals, it'll be a lot tougher for them. I mean, their defense is decent. You know, they, got Trey, they got Trey Hendrickson yeah. from the Saints, who I think will be... Decent enough, I think he'll drop off a little bit because he's not playing with Cameron Jordan. Yeah, in the Saints defense defense anymore. Um, but yeah, their defense isn't going to be that good. I don't think Jesse Bates is one of the best safeties in the NFL as well. Um, but I think the defense as a whole won't be that good. Yeah. But again, I think they're a couple years away and a coaching staff change away from for sure. Decent. Yeah. At the end of the day, this division really is between the Ravens and the Browns. I think I think the Ravens take it. Just because I think they're more experienced. I mean, I think they have the better quarterback at the end of the day. I mean, apparently he might be getting forty to fifty million. I think 
That's where, that's where it, that's the way it's going for every quarterback. Yeah. So I, I can see forty. I think fifty will be just overpaying him a little bit because he didn't really have a great year last year. I think he's going to have a great comeback year this year. He's going to need to. But I mean that you know picking Rashad Bateman was a great pick. They need to fix their wide receiver core. It'll be interesting to see the, the dynamic between Edwards and, and Dobbins. Dobbins in his second year. Melvin Ingram's obviously or not Melvin Ingram. What's his name? Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Houston. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, Melvin Ingram is on the Steelers now too. That's a nice yeah. pickup for them. But uh, yeah, like the the Ravens, I think obviously their pass rush is gonna struggle a little bit with the losses they've had. Yeah, they lost Judon. Judon, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it, it, they'll be a good team. I think no matter what, they've always had a good defense. They've had great coaching. No matter what, the Browns for me is just they're so unpredictable. I think, and I've never been confident in them, and I I don't want to because I don't want to get let down. <laughs> I think the Browns have the best roster in the NFL, top to bottom. I agree, but it's just like they, here's the thing: they addressed every need they had. They they struggled with their secondary, so they picked up Troy Hill and John Johnson. Then they drafted Newsom in the draft. They have Grant Delpit, who was one of my favorite players in the draft last year. Yeah, I I think the Browns have a legit chance to be like the number one seed sure. in the I, AFC. I think their defense will be really good. Obviously, the 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 pickup of uh, Jadavian Count Clowney and then McKinley as well; those were good pickups. I think it just really comes down to their offense now because we know they're they're. Their ground and pound is going to be great. They had the best offensive line in the league last year. Pro- I think they had the best one-two punch. Like, if if Kareem Hunt wasn't there, I think Nick Chubb's the second best running back in the league. He's getting a ton of yards, but he doesn't yeah. get as many carries per game. And they're loaded on yeah. both sides. So I think with that, I think the Browns go twelve and twelve and five, thirteen and four. I'm gonna say eleven and six. Well, first of all, the Browns week one last two years give up thirty plus, and that ain't changing this year because they're playing okay, the Chiefs. Geez. The Chiefs in in uh, September are a different breed. I don't think they've lost since Mahomes. Yeah, they? they're gonna kill them. It's gonna be that game's gonna be like forty five to twenty, <laughs> like it's gonna be brutal. But like the next six weeks after that, the Browns get. That's the thing too. The Browns have a weak schedule, so mm-hmm. they'll 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 be successful no matter what. I but think they'll be really good. I think yeah. second year in a system, you never drop off. You usually improve. So I think Baker will have a good year. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. It, it really comes down to Baker because I think Stefanski is a great coach. I mean, one coach of the year last year. He's building this team great. I mean, Andrew Barry's been great yeah. manage, managerial-wise, but the way Baker works with his receivers will be interesting. OBJ's coming back. I think they'll be a lot better. I think there's not going to be pressure on. They have to do something really well this year because next year they have no cap room. Yeah. So they're going to have to get rid of some players. So Yeah, exactly. Really to, going all in for this year. It was it was huge for them to get Rashad uh, Higgins back because, I mean, he averaged like 16.3 yards per catch. I mean, he doesn't get the ball a lot, but when he does, he makes a big impact play. And Landry was their best receiver last year. Mm-hmm. And they have a three-headed monster at tight end. They really don't have a problem. It's they just it's just are they going to play are they going to play down to their opponents, really? Yeah. And I think I think Baker will have a really good year. Yeah. I hope so. Like I want like when I'm thinking about the MVP, I want to say Baker, but I can't. I just yeah. can't. Oh, for the division? Yeah. I'm going Lamar just because of I agree. everything he does. He's part of the run game. Yeah. He's a good passer. I don't know why people think he's a bad passer. Yeah. He's a good passer. He's not great. He's good. And I think he'll have a better passing year for sure, which will make his rushing more dangerous because yeah. you're going to be looking downfield and he's going to be like, all right, I got a lane to run. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll even. I think he'll break his his rushing record this year. I I even thought about MVP Miles Garrett. I think he's not going to be my MVP, but I think he wins Defensive Player of the Year this year. I think he was on pace to win last year. He got he got hurt the year before. He was. Leading the league in sacks, all this stuff, and then he, you know, he was suspended for 
trying to kill Mason Rudolph, but <laughs> <laughs> respectively, that he should be suspended for that. But yeah, I think he has a good chance. But yeah, I think Lamar would run away from MVP in this yeah. division at least. And I've been saying this for years: just give the Defensive Player of the Year to Aaron Donald every year. Yeah, he, he, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of like LeBron in the NBA. It's like he should get MVP, but he's not gonna yeah. get it. Aaron Donald. Yeah, he, he's my favorite player he's, ever. Do you think he's the best? <laughs> do you think he's better like than Patrick Mahomes? Like, he's the best football player I've ever seen. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can't really disagree. Like, I've never seen anyone like him before. No. He's a monster. Yeah. He makes everyone around him better, too. Like, you get double teamed and you're still sacking the quarterback. I mean, you know, like, there was this one time, I'll, I'll always remember it. I texted I texted Riley, like, in the middle of the night about <laughs> how much I love Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah. I just went on a whole, like, thing about Yeah, I think you have been watching, like, highlight tapes, yeah. like, a little documentary. You're like, bro, I love this guy. He is <laughs> sick. <laughs> He's my, yeah. He's my everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's a baller. It'll be yeah. cool to see what the Rams do. but mm-hmm. We'll get to them eventually. Yeah, yeah. West. for sure. We're going to try to get uh, guests on that uh, I guess are acquainted to those divisions or at yeah. least a, a team in the division. For sure. Or experts, <laughs> I guess, if you will. Yeah. Maybe not next week. I don't know what next <laughs> week. Can be. Yeah, well, I'll just say this. He's a Chiefs fan. Yeah, I don't Chiefs know how fan. Chiefs fan. It's been, a, what, like two years he's been a Chiefs fan? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but... I mean, he's going to give it his best shot. Yeah, we'll wrap up here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Comment down below, and we'll see you all next week. Take it easy. Stay wild. Peace.